How's everybody doing this morning? Y'all, y'all are all tired now because you had great worship, and here I am, boring, boring Pastor Ben. Um, I'm okay with that. I am okay with being boring because, you know, bedtime, 7 o'clock, means that I'm up earlier than you, uh, about my day, enjoying life, celebrating. Um, and that's kind of what I want to talk to you about today. Uh, Wednesday night, we talked about freedom. Uh, it, this whole week has been freedom, freedom, freedom. And the Lord has just been talking to me about, like, how we are not just a church where freedom is found. We're a church of celebration. And we're headed in this, this direction of, like, without celebration, there is no freedom. But without freedom, there is nothing to celebrate. And that's the mindset that we typically have. But God tells us to live a little different uh, in, the, in the Bible, in this, this huge book uh, that a lot of men wrote that was inspired by God. We, I like to call it a manuscript that many men wrote. And he writes a lot about it, and he says, hey, you're not to be of the world. And so I want to reverse the flow of celebration. I want to stop celebrating after good things happen and start celebrating in the midst of terrible. I want to be the church that says, you know what, no matter what's going on in my life, no matter if I'm breaking down, Lord, I celebrate you. I, I give you my all. You're worth every penny. I've read the book. Like we, we were talking about like how, you know, the end is coming and I know what's going to happen. Jesus, you're going to win. You know, all things work out for my good. Like God is just sitting there waiting to pour out his goodness on us. But won't we just celebrate him for a second? Won't we just give him the credit that is due for a second? Even when we don't feel like it. Ben, that's, that's stupid. That's hard. That's ridiculous. It's your coming of the freedom that's coming to us right now. See, Jesus, Jesus didn't die on the cross so we could always just seek freedom. Do you realize that? He died on the cross because he is freedom. He died on the cross because he is the pathway to freedom. In every situation, it might not look like how us as charismatics have meant it to look for the past 50, 60 years, where, oh, you'll just be filled with the Holy Spirit and everything's going to be fine and dandy. Take a step. Take a step in faith. Because it's when you take a step in faith, when you take a step in celebration, when you take a step in Him, that freedom follows. And oftentimes, we get so caught up in what the world says is freedom that we forget they're just enslaving us. I want to read out of Isaiah 61, starting in verse 1. And it says this, uh, The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon me, for the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted and proclaim that captives be released and prisoners will be freed. He has sent me to tell those who mourn that the time of the Lord's favor has come and with it the day of God's anger against their enemies. To, sorry, I misread that somewhere. And with it, the day of God's anger against their enemies to all who mourn in Israel, he will give a crown of beauty for ashes, a joyous blessing instead of mourning, festive praise instead of despair. In their righteousness, they will be like great oaks the Lord has planted for his own glory. 
You are not called to be a weed on the ground that's easily pulled. You are called to be a great oak who has deep roots. You have been called to be celebrated because he celebrates you right now because your identity lies in him. He's saying you're not here for any accident. You were meant to be here on purpose today. As much as you are hurting, there's something to celebrate. There's something to go after. And it starts with freedom. But I want to tell you my first point. This is a three-point message, ladies and gentlemen. If you're taking notes, I did this for you so you could keep it in order. I actually did it for me, so I stay in order. That's anti-world, counterculture, while engaging the culture, the culture is going to see your response and go, why can't I do that? I believe it because I've seen it. We have to be the people that say, you know what, sometimes this structure thing, I'm not here to argue with you about structure. I'm here to continue living the life that Jesus died for. Do I need to say that again? I need to live this life, continue living this life that Jesus died for. I'm not our faith in Christ Jesus. There is no benefit in being circumcised or uncircumcised. What is important is faith expressing itself in love. You know how you got your, your mission statement, your purpose statement, my bad. Your purpose statement. We are here to love God and people well. Right there. Right there. This is it. it. It's my job to love people well because I already love God well. Like, I'm, my job is to figure out how to love God more and better and well and then see what he can do through me. Like, I want, I want to be a celebration with two wheels. Someone mentioned biking earlier this week. It was me. I want to be a person of celebration with two feet. I want to be that guy that's walking down the street, driving down the street, riding down the street, being a celebration. Like, don't you hate those people? I mean, really, those people are so annoying. Ask Lola. She lives with me. The reality is that we need to be those people, and we need those people in our lives because it's those people that direct us back to Christ. They say, hey, you know what? I know, you're, you're, I know it's terrible right now. You can cry on my shoulder, but we're going to celebrate the good things that are coming. We're going to celebrate the good things that are coming. We're going to forget about the past. Ever think about that? There's a scripture in the Bible about that. Don't ask me where it is right now. I don't remember. But Galatians? Imagine that. And it might be. It's probably Paul's writing. Here's the thing. Forget your past, whether good or bad, forget it. You're not living for your past, you're living for your future. When we live for our future, we celebrate the future. We celebrate, stop celebrating the past. And, and this is where I input, if you are struggling with yesterday's game, I'm here for you, for counseling. I got you. Just any kind of sports uh, counseling you need for the disappointment of Iowa. Jared's here for you. No, don't live in the past. That's over. Today it's about the Cowboys. Today it's about Green Bay. Today it's about the Chiefs. I don't know what other teams you go for, but input. Today's about the Steelers. Come on now. Yeah. 
I've never thought in the world I'd say that one. Let's celebrate life together. Let's put Jesus in our football games. Let's celebrate. Like yesterday, I prayed that the Lord would be, you know, that the Cyclones would be the Lord's team, and they were. You know? I don't even like the Cyclones. I just knew they needed a win. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Yesterday, I was a big fan. I was a big fan. We are not called to look back at our past and go, woe is me. Do you know what I've come through? No, tell your story because it's the future that's coming. Like, do you realize where I was and where I'm going? Because I'm not complete yet. I keep a picture uh, of, of Mount Rushmore and it's Abraham Lincoln's face. Do you know that Mount Rushmore, is never, Mount Rushmore will never be complete? That it will always stay in a, in a, in a spot of never complete. They're done with it. They're not going to complete it. The whole bus, the chest up, was supposed to be done on each one of them. And all they did was their face and their neck and their tie and whatever. That's it. Like, we need to live like Mount Rushmore's place. I will never be complete. I'm moving forward. I'm going to continue looking forward. I'm going to continue moving, making those steps. I'm going to continue trying to follow Jesus Christ. I'm going to try and stay on that narrow path. I'm going to... I'm going to be honest, I'm going to fail. But you know what? It won't be the last time I fail, and it won't be the last time I tr stop trying. Because I'm going to get back on it. I'm going to find that freedom trail again, and I'm going to get on it, I'm going to celebrate. Even when I'm off, I'm going to celebrate. Because it's right there. It is right there. And this is, this is what it's really at. You know, we have to take the steps into freedom. We can't just walk into it. We have to take the steps into freedom. We can't just walk into it. God doesn't just open the door. He invites you into his house. You know, it's like, hey, oh, hey, servant, so good to see you. He doesn't slam the door in your face. He's never done that, not once. He says, hey, come on in. I mean, you don't know me. Oh, I know you. That's the Jesus I serve. That's the Jesus that went to the cross for you. That's the Jesus that says, hey, keep on exploring your faith, point three. Keep on exploring his faith. Or his, sorry, that's wrong. Keep exploring his freedom. It's his freedom. It's his freedom. It's not your freedom. I want to define that real quick because that's, that's a struggle in our world today. How many of you have your own truth? Knock it off. Knock it off. It's, I, I just have to say it because your truth is probably broken. Your truth has lies in it that the world has fed you, that people have told you. In, in high school, I remember someone telling me, a teacher telling me, you're never going to do anything with your life, Ben. You're pathetic. <laughs> you call yourself a Christian. Look at me now. I've done lots with my life. I've been successful, and I've been broke. But you know what? None of that matters, because what I'm doing right now is the most success I've ever had. Because I've continued. Success isn't found in the present state. It's in, found in the continuation. It's when you're called. It's where you're going. It's where you're moving to. we got to celebrate that. Let's stop just being a house of freedom. Let's start being a house of, of celebration. The freedom will come. You know? Like, Jesus didn't say, hey, come, seek, knock, and, and I'll free you every time you ask. Did he? Did he? He said, 
says, go. And then he says, sin no more. There's a process. You belong before you believe. You're welcome in before you say, Jesus, I need you in my life. You're here to celebrate what God's going to do. You're here to proclaim his goodness outside these walls. We are here to be the difference this world needs, to be the smile and the joy that you can't find outside these doors. We are here to celebrate publicly the goodness of God. And if we're not doing that, who is? Who is? Don't pick people because they'll fail you every time. The only one in control of you is you. Keep exploring your free, God's freedom. Get to know the king and his freedom through Christ. I'm going to invite Lola up just to play behind. I like it as I end. I said the worst word the pastor could ever say. I'm coming close to the end. we got 30 more minutes. Check this out. When you're exploring God's freedom, dig into his word. Write stuff down. When you read a verse and it relates to your life, pray it over your life. When you read a verse and you think of somebody, pray it over them. Read those words and say, God, I need you to hear these words on behalf of them. Start being the person of action. Start being that person that says, you know what, I'm, I'm doing everything to, to build this, to, to make this heart right. But while I'm at it, I gotta act. I gotta take those steps. I gotta celebrate because the Lord has already freed me. He's already given me eternity. He's already taken care of my needs. Before I even know, I have been made free. You're going through something today. I don't want to discount that. You're going through something today. God wants to free you from whatever you're going through. Let's celebrate that freedom today because it's coming. It's coming. We got to step forward and, and when we come in here, we are all celebrating. Oh Lord, thank you. Thank you. Because of what you did, things can change in my life. I don't have to cry every time something bad happens, even though that's good. I get to proclaim your name and be joyful. I get to proclaim your name from the mountaintop. I get to scream it. Jesus lives. He's come to die for you. He can free you from your iniquity. He can free you from your tragedy. He can free you from your trial. But guess what? It's not going to be fun. It's not going to be easy. It's like pulling thorns out of your side. It's like taking a fishing hook out of your finger. There's pain when we remove the burdens we've carried forever. It, it's painful when the rubble of your life sits in your heart and he comes in with the bulldozer and he takes all the roots of that rubble out so that he can build his kingdom in it. There's pain. It's not easy. It's not for the faint of heart. Real Christianity, real Christianity, not for sissies. I love that. It's not for sissies. It's for the strong. It's for the ones that want to take control of their life. Because God wants to be the control of your life. If we do these things, read the Bible, pray over people, pray, sing songs of glory to Jesus, praise Him, plant hymns and whatever else you love to sing to Jesus. If you do those things right now, 
start celebrating the freedom and not just seeking those things, you're going to start celebrating the freedom, not just seeking, because you'll already have the anticipation of knowing it's coming. How many of us want to celebrate the anticipation of what Jesus is going to do in our lives? That's what it's about. That's what it's about. Jesus is calling us to grow in him. Here's the thing. I would, I would be so disappointed in myself if I didn't tell you that Jesus Christ died on the cross for not out of his own desire, not out of his flesh, but out of obedience. He took on the cross, and that's not even the worst part. Let's face it, the cross was just embarrassing. How many of us like to embarrass ourselves? Come on. You're a comedian. I expected something. You're a youth pastor. Come on. I like to embarrass myself. Why? Because lashes from a cat of nine tails, which 40 would be considered death. They would just leave you to die in your blood at 40. And he took on 39 so they could continue to torment. And the whole time he's saying, it's for you. It's for you. It's for you. And he's saying, you want freedom? I did something. All you have to do is step into my house and embrace. It's for you. And I just want to give you an opportunity. If there's a prayer team, board members, elders, whatever, I'm going to have you come up. And then I'm going to have everyone close their heads. So come on up. I know this isn't normal. I'm not normal. now is I want to give everybody an opportunity. If you are stuck in a place of seeking out freedom without anticipation, I want you to come up. But we're going to wait. If you don't know Jesus and you're saying, man, i got to know this guy, I want you to come up. If you're seeking joy and you haven't had it in a long time, I want you to come up. If you need healing, I want you to come up because we want to pray for you. We want to intercede on behalf of you and see what Christ can do see what Holy Spirit wants to move. So I'm going to have everybody close your, close your eyes, bow your heads, please. If anybody, it's your first time, I want you to come up. Like you're just saying, Lord, I need you in my life. I want you to come up. If you're saying, man, I've kind of been off track and I really need to get back on track, I want you to come up. Right now. sat there and you've sat in the dwelling of seeking freedom without celebration, I want you to come up. You want healing, come up. You want truth, come up. And we want to pray with you.
thank you for the celebration. Lord, thank you for the unity in this house this morning. The strength, the power, and the encouragement. Lord, you are awesome and we thank you for it. No matter what, your freedom is coming and I get to celebrate you for it before, after, and in the middle of everything. Thank you, Father, for that mindset, for that encouragement, for that direction as we become a house of celebration, a house of freedom, and a house of empowerment. Jesus, thank you.